0: Welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi and this is my podcast all about how much I love to write, how much I love stories, how much I love talking to all of you about my writing stuff. Uh, Okay, so this episode is called Tea is for Taku because I'm currently devastated that my favorite tea mug has got a massive crack in it and it's leaking tea. And why is that such a big deal? I don't even know, to be honest. I don't even know. I feel like I'm being a little melodramatic, but um, I don't know. Something just felt like, okay, I need to come on the podcast and talk to you about the significance of tea in my life and in my writing and storytelling life. Uh, so I've been doing this podcast now for a couple of months and geez, I mean, I've talked about everything and I still feel as if I have thousands of other ideas that I want to talk about. But when I did first start thinking about doing this podcast, I I had at the back of my mind that I really want to talk about tea. So when I did the category of writing faves, so that's where I talk about my favorite things associated with me being a writer. um, Yeah, the tea thing was definitely in there. I just didn't know how and when it was going to come out. But it has come out today. And If I could just describe to you how beautiful it is outside today. The sun is shining so gloriously. The sky is so beautifully blue. The trees are singing and dancing and shaking around in the breeze. And... I just feel like I'm just in such a good space today. Um, I'm ready to do some creative stuff, work on my radio story. And as I was writing my, uh, my thoughts this morning, as I always do, I was like, wow, this moment is perfect. And then I looked at the mug that I'd made the cup of tea in, um, and it's a replacement mug. And I was just like, ugh. <laughs> and I just thought, oh, okay the content the tea i've made is actually delicious it's perfect but that mug and so yeah i've had to use a, a different mug because i haven't replaced my favorite one and yeah it seems like such a silly little thing to say my moment was perfect but it was almost undone by this mug of tea uh so yeah i wanted to talk to you a little bit or just to tell you why I love tea so much and also, yeah, I guess what's happening, uh, you know, around this thing of tea. And, and yeah, so my earliest memories of drinking tea are when I grew up in Zimbabwe and I had, it felt like thousands. So I, I literally had thousands of cousins because my parents on both sides. So my mom has, I think she had four or five sisters and two brothers um, a few of those are now late um, and then my dad had six five sisters as well and a brother and then they all had kids so growing up whenever I was visiting family back in the village or whether it was my mom's parents or uh, my dad's parents or aunties or uncles spread across the country tea was always part of just how we communicated or how we, we ate or shared together. So you'd rock up to someone's house and you greet them. So you oh, ah, go, Which means, Oh, hey, how are you? Oh, how's life? How are the kids? All of that stuff. And then the next question would always be something like, Ti Which means, Shall we put some tea on? Shall we make some tea? Shall we have some tea? And without fail, it's always, the thing that that kind of gets asked you know shall we make tea and so yeah I grew up around that always and coffee was just never a thing in fact I remember when I found out about coffee maybe I don't know I was maybe 10 or something um, and I said to my parents can I have coffee they, and they said no coffee is for adults but we were allowed to drink tea I was like oh okay whatever so um, I was allowed to drink tea loved it and as a child we used to do things like um we'd go to my grandparents house so this is my uh my mother's parents and they had a bakery so they lived out in the rural area they had a you know kind of a, a nice house and then they had a bakery so my my granddad used to bake bread and then my cousin and i miriam we were maybe five or six i just remember we used to go into the bakery and we'd be talking to the guys and making little funny shaped loaves of bread and then they'd bake our bread. And then we'd take that bread, lather it in margarine, not butter. And then would cut these thick slices. And then we would sit around with big cups of tea and we would dunk the bread in the tea. And oh my gosh, just even talking about it right now is, wow, talk about throwback. It was... It was awesome. We lived for those days for having bread and tea with lots of margarine and sometimes sun jam jam. That's what it was called, sun jam. It's this bright red strawberry. It was a, almost like a fake strawberry jam. I don't know what it was, but it was so good. Um, and so, yeah, that that is a very, very vivid memory of drinking tea or always being around tea and being asked um, would you like a cup of tea? And then, as I grew older into my teens, then I started being asked to make tea for people. So then, we would have let's say visitors would come to our house and then we'd do the same greeting thing ah, hello, which means oh, hey, how are you? Oh, no, oh my gosh, thank you for visiting. And then my mom would look at me. <laughs> And look, me and my mom, we we didn't really always, you know, get along when I was a teenager. But she would do the greeting thing and then look at me. And that was my cue to then say, um, te be And you know what? As a teen, I mean, you hate it when your parents tell you what to do anyways. But I hated, I hated making tea for people. So in my teens, that was just like, oh, I hate it. And without fail, I always had to do it. Um... And then the other thing is my mom, my mom loves tea. She, oh, she loves tea. So, so she would ask me to make tea for visitors and I hated that. And then every night, without fail, she would ask one of us, so me, my brother, Tatenda, about four years younger than me, she'd ask us to make her a cup of tea. And she was so particular about it. She'd want it really, really hot. She didn't want a lot of milk in it. And then she'd want it sometimes with one slice of bread or a piece of cake. And then we had to carry it on a tray to her bedroom. And if it was cold, she'd make you go back and make it again. And I just remember those times when I'd want to be talking to my friends on the phone or i want to sit and read a book. And my mom would say, okay, uh, so... Can somebody make my tea? Oh my gosh, it was so annoying, and I just, I just used to think to myself, who drinks tea this much? This is not normal, because she'd also drink it during the day, whether it was hot or what. You know, she just drank so much tea. I, I honestly, as a teen, did not understand it. And the other thing with how we make tea in Zimbabwe, we we don't really use tea bags so we get the the proper tea so they grow it then they dry it then you get the the tea leaves and they are beautiful they're this dark rich brown with greens and oh they're just beautiful so you take these tea leaves and what we do is you um all right i'll describe how i would make a cup of tea so i would put some milk in a in a saucepan so put a little bit of milk And then I would put boiling hot water in the saucepan, put it on the stove on maximum, and then you just watch it. So you'd probably put, the ratio would be, I don't know, maybe three to one. So three water to, three parts water to one part milk. And then you you just watch it, you watch it because obviously it's going to start simmering and then just as it starts to rise because what will happen is the milk starts to froth up and and form this almost bubbly skin thing on the top so as it's doing that as it starts to dance in the saucepan then you put in anywhere from a teaspoon to a tablespoon of fresh tea leaves or the ground tea leaves and then you watch it so you keep watching it so that it doesn't boil over but the tea leaves start to dance in this milk and water mixture and the color of the tea starts to look like a beautiful rich timber color. It's this brown. It's this beautiful brown. And that's when you know your tea is properly brewed and it's hot. It's piping hot. So you pour it straight into the teapot. You don't need a tea strainer because the tea leaves will settle to the bottom anyways. And then straight away you go and you serve it to your guests or to your mom or you pour it. And I mean... I cannot explain to you how delicious it is. And so once you're having this tea with people, then you're now talking about, so what's happening in your life? Oh, yes, and how's that person? Oh, wow, you got a new job. Oh, wow, the kids are big. So to me, I always associate having tea with story and connecting and updating and friendship and love and family. It's, It's just the way I see tea. So I moved to Australia then, and um, I moved 15 years ago, and I don't know why, it just sort of feels as if in the last maybe seven or so years is when I've started to really drink tea again, or really appreciate it. And it's a different experience here because, uh, you know, you have tea bags, and then you've got the option of tea leaves, but these days I, I drink a lot more of tea bagged tea, if that makes sense. Um, I think it's more to be honest it's probably a laziness thing. I will brew tea for people. So I have a best friend called Kate and I mean, our friendship almost feels like it's been formed around these beautiful mugs of tea that we've shared. And I've made the tea for her Zimbabwean style and putting the milk and everything and the leaves. And then we would you know, just sit in the backyard and, and talk and talk about life and talk about relationships and writing and yeah, all sorts of things. And, and to me, that's what I love about tea. And that's what I love about having a cup of tea as I write. As I write my thoughts, as I brainstorm, as I mind map, but also as I write some of my stories. I don't know, I feel so relaxed and so at peace when I've got a cup of tea with me as I do some of these things. So the reason why I'm still being a bit melodramatic about my cracked tea mug, is because of the story of that tea mug. I used to work for an insurance company, maybe 10 years ago. In fact, it's probably more than that. And I, I used to be in the call center. I was literally in the call center answering the phone calls when people had car accidents or, you know, the storm has broken their fence or whatever it is. And at that time, I think I I'd, I'd just finished my environmental design degree, which is, you know, like architecture stuff or drafting stuff. So building construction stuff. But I was working in the call center just to make ends meet and I was just feeling frustrated. Anyhow, um, the company I was working for used to make travel maps. So they would drop these beautiful maps and then sell them. And then they would organize tours for people to go travel around Australia or around the world. And I got a whiff of it that somewhere in the same building as this insurance claim company was somebody who was working with you know, AutoCAD and Illustrator, Photoshop, all those things I'd studied at uni. So I went to the cartographer, his name was Ron, and I went to him and I said, look, dude, I really want to go back to architecture. I'd love to come and help you at least to learn. And he's like, yeah, sure. So I ended up working with Ron for quite a few months and he taught me a lot of things. I learned how to draw maps. I learned how to do a lot more graphic design. And then, one time it was my birthday, and Ron and I had really formed a, a, a good friendship. He was just a, a good mentor, a good manager, and he was probably in his sixties or seventies, so definitely an older gentleman. but he was always so gracious and so patient with me because there were some things I didn't know, but he still threw me work so I could try and you know um, you know learn new skills. anyways, on this birthday he presented me with this mug and this teapot and oh i just i was so happy and i think it's because i talked about how much i love tea or i was always drinking it but it was a gift where i felt like he really knew what i loved and he bought me this mug and gosh i've i've just always had that i've always had that mug And I ended up leaving the company. We parted ways. As you do when you're a young, creative person, you know, you're gonna move along and try different things. And, you know, I haven't actually been in touch with them since then, but geez, that mug. I just loved that mug. I still love it. And the reason why I love it is also because of the shape of it and how it's designed. It's simple. It's it's just plain white with red leaves on it. I mean, okay, that's just getting into a bit more detail. I guess I'm talking about it from a designer's point of view. But it was just the love in that moment where somebody who I looked up to gave me a tea mug. Anyways, so 10 years passed by and that mug has been everywhere with me. Everywhere. I think I probably have more photos of that mug than I do some of my past friends or past ex-boyfriends or whatever as in i just like this mug and it's every time i see it or i'm in a moment it's like oh this is my mug anyway so skip many months ahead and today you know i'm looking at it going it's cracked so i'm gonna have to find a new one and that's not really a big deal but now i'm going i don't want to just buy one what's the story in it so i'm thinking how can i get a cool new tea mug that will mean something to me and right now the idea that's kind of bubbling in the bottom of my uh, of my heart is that i think i'm going to ask my best friends to to get me a new mug especially especially the best friends who i've shared i mean countless amounts of tea with or cups of tea with i just feel like oh yeah, I'm curious to see what kind of tea mug they would give me. Mm, yeah, I think that's what I'm leaning towards. And not because I'm a cheapskate, because I don't want to buy one. I've actually been looking at buying myself one, but it's like, oh, it's not the samey. It's just not the same. Um. So yeah, that's that's where my brain is at the moment. And also, yes, I wanted to talk about how I think everybody in the world has just their thing. You know, we all have maybe one or two things that we just we just get a bit nuts about. Or we get a bit obsessive about. Some people it's sport. Some people it's a particular team. Some people it's I don't know. It could be anything. Even you listening, you probably know there's just that one thing where. Oh, you're just a bit funny about it, or you just it's just your thing. And for me it's tea. It's tea because I love to share it with people, I love to make it, I love to drink it, and evidently I love to talk about it because this has been now what more than ten minutes of me talking about tea. But what's been interesting as well is when I moved to Melbourne I was just looking around at off shops and things like that and I walked into an op shop and I saw the most beautiful teapot and tea set. And they were just so bright and golden and just ah, just caught my eye immediately. So I bought it. And then I took photos of it because I just thought, this is such a beautiful little thing, this shiny golden teacup set. And then took some photos of it and then went, oh, maybe... You know what these photos would look really cool if I blew them up or if I oh you know what let me make some greeting cards so that's what I did I ended up buying a couple of different teapots and I took some photos of them and then I made them into greeting cards which I then sent to all my friends and loved ones back in Perth to say hey I'm alive I miss you I miss our cups of tea but I'm okay and I don't know what's going to come of that. I feel like something maybe later down the track will happen where I'm making stationery around this whole tea thing because everybody loved the cards. I love the cards. I feel as if I don't know something. So I I like it. I like this happy space that I'm in. And look, I know I've talked about how, you know, this mug is broken, uh, I'm sad, but I'm not sad because, you know, it's, it's, there will be more. There will be more, but I just felt like, Oh, this is a kind of cool and random story to share on this beautiful sunny day in Melbourne. And I am about to do quite a bit of writing and editing for this radio story I'm working on. And the cup of tea I'm having is perfect in its content as the liquid itself is just delicious. The mug, it's okay. It'll do for now. But yeah, that's what's on my brain right now. And now I feel better. I feel like, okay, I've I've let it out. Now time to do some work. If you are curious about my photos of teapots and tea stuff, if you go on Instagram and you search for the hashtag tea is for taku, you might see a few pictures that I've taken of tea as I've drunk it around the world or wherever. Just, um, you know, different shots of tea cups and tea stuff and tea moments and things like that. And yeah, maybe I'll, I think I've got a couple of photos of the greeting cards which have the photos of the teapot. So I'll put them up as, as well just so you can have a look. And yeah, if you have, if you have something that you love as well that makes you uh enjoy your writing or enjoy your art form whatever it is and it might seem a bit obscure i would love to hear what it is i'm just curious uh yeah mine is tea i feel like i can't write without a cup of tea a good cup of tea Mm, yeah that's my truth all right my lovelies you have been listening to two words with taku i am about to go and take a glorious walk in this wonderful sunshine i hope you have a great day and if you are curious about my speaking and writing adventures and photos of my teapots and all sorts you can find me at taku.com.au and i am on twitter and instagram as at taku speaks and then taku tv is on facebook and youtube And I'm going to get much better at posting everything. There's just lots to update. But you will always find fresh episodes right here on Two Words With Taku. Have a fabulous day.